rest in your peace. We thank you, Lord God, that wherever two or more gather in your name, that there you are in our midst. That you make that place holy. Here this morning in homes as uh, others watch with us and participate with us, Father, wherever we are, there you are in our midst. We worship you this morning and we thank you that you do inhabit the praises of your people. Touch us afresh, Lord God. We need you. We honor you. We celebrate you. In Jesus' holy name and all God's people said, amen, amen. You may be seated. If you don't have a communion packet with you this morning, uh, those are available in the uh, overflow room. I don't see an usher handy, but if, if you'll just raise your hand, I'm sure we can get those to you uh, if you don't already have one. Um, and as, as we think about communion, it really is a time where uh, we need the Lord. Uh, it's that kind of season, isn't it? Crazy, crazy stuff going on. Who would ever thought, I would never have thought I would have lived to see the days that uh, Marxist rebellion was stirring in America. Isn't that crazy? And it, it just gets crazier. One week after another, one headline after another. And then, you know, it's got to be the end of the world. There might not be fall football. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that'll really put Oklahomans in a panic, right? Um, but it's interesting to me that God is still on the throne. And he's still in the room. And there's nothing that's going on that somehow God isn't either allowing or using as a part of his ultimate plans in the earth. He is still in control. I remember when I was in art class as a kid, I had an art teacher try to teach me that the way you make light show up in your work is you have to darken everything around it, right? And so you can see the beautiful light on those trees. That's actually a painting. You can see it reflected in the water and blazing in the trees. But all that, you wouldn't really see it as that if it was not framed by all that darkness. And then, you know, we say the stars come out at night, right? But they don't really come out at night. They were always there. It's just gotten dark enough that you can see it. Right? That you can see the stars. The world goes into quarantine, but people in whom the heart of the Lord lives, you'll see them going from door to door in their neighborhood, taking some food here, some masks there. Asking someone if they need a delivery from the pharmacy. You, you've seen those folks. Maybe not before COVID, right? We, we've always had a heart for the people, but now they're lining up. Not for worship, but for food. But when those who are lined up down the street every Wednesday come to understand that the same God that's caring for them with groceries cares for them with grace. Stars have always been out. They're just, they're just appearing. Paul in Corinthians says that in this 
crooked and perverse and dark generation, you shine, you know. You shine as lights in the cosmos, right? Because he lives in us. The light of the world lives within us. We can be light wherever we are. It is God that is in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. He is in you. (laughs) So don't let these dark times intimidate you. Let them know, know that it just reveals you. Come this morning, be filled with him. That in this dark world, there might still be a light. And you might bear it wherever you go. If you have your elements, Lord, we pray that you would bless this bread and this juice. Make it be for us what it signifies, the very presence of God. We pray, Lord God, that you pour out your Holy Spirit on these gifts of juice and bread and upon us, your people. That partaking of your body, Lord, you might enliven us as your body. By your spirit, Father, live in us, live through us. Be a light in this world, Lord God, through your people. And we volunteer in this moment, Lord God, to let you once again so live within us, so cleanse us of our sin that we are fully in the grip of our God. Bless us, Lord God, that we might be a blessing. If you would, partake of the, of the body now, of the bread. And after supper, Jesus took the cup. And he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he gave it to his disciples. And he said, drink from this, all of you, for this is the cup of the new covenant. Poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And as Jeff comes to share with us about uh, progress in our ministry, not just here but around the world, prepares us for a morning offering, uh, someone will be coming around to pick up uh, uh, the the leftover of communion today, and uh, you won't have to worry with that. So Jeff, come and share with us. So many of you are aware, but some may not be, that um, a portion of every offering that we take goes to build wells and provide living water to people in Africa. And uh, Pastor, am I correct that there's been two new wells that we personally have, our contributions have given life, and that's not just to a family or an individual, it's to a whole community. So 2,000 people. I mean, think about that. People who had to go to unsanitary, unclean, full of amoebas and bacteria, where mortality for children in particular is very high due to waterborne infections, now have clean, pure water that allow them to live and fulfill their purpose in Christ. It's amazing. So uh, just keep that in mind that while we're focused on our local community, our local needs, our individual pursuits, that we're also seeking to bless the world. Because God's mission is big, his heart is big, and I know that our hearts here at Abiding Harvest are big as well.
So, Father God, we just thank you again for your provision to each of us, for taking care of each one of us, for blessing us beyond what we deserve. And I ask you to, to help us to give with a cheerful heart, knowing that what we entrust into your hands will bear great fruit for the kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.